Hey, it's May 6th. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, and coming to you live from Ballparks National, it's Bob Ramsey. Rammer, uh, hopefully the weather's a little nicer out there at Ballparks National than it is here in St. Louis. We're AstroTurf. We play, Joe. That's why you got to get your team down here and quit messing around. <laughs> the kids don't want to be rained out at Ballparks National. They're never rained out. Very nice. You guys have a full weekend of yeah. games ahead. So let's talk to you about the games in uh, Major League Baseball and specifically the Cardinals. First of all, if you are looking for some Friday night baseball to watch, uh, as the Cardinal game is the last one that will go off tonight, 9.15 Central Time. Five games in Major League Baseball have already been postponed today. They will be made up as double headers tomorrow. Blue Jays at Guardians, Rangers at Yankees, Mets at Phillies, Royals at Orioles, Dodgers at Cubs. So those are five games that are all have already been postponed. So I uh, so only ten games tonight on a Friday night on the Major League uh, Baseball schedule. The Cardinals win last night. By a score of seven to one, Rammer, it was one of those games where where you go to bed, it's three to one, and you wake up the next morning and you look at your phone and you go, "God, I hope the bullpen held on." And actually, the Cardinals got a little insurance later on in the game. It was it was a, a very entertaining game. Cardinals swinging the bats, making a lot of contact. Um, seven strikeouts, you know, in today's game, that's that's pretty good. Couple of walks, you know, you'd like those numbers to be a little closer, but not a big deal when you had twelve hits. You had a home run. You had three or four doubles. Guys knocking it around the yard. As alarmed as we were, as even as recently as four or five days ago, at the batting averages and on base percentages, you look now, and things are the water's starting to seep to its own level. You're starting to see some of the numbers coming around. Yeah, uh, Harrison Bader 0 for 4 last night in the game, but uh, he was sandwiched between Juan Yepes, Yadier Molina, and Dylan Carlson, all who gathered two hits on the uh, game. And Tyler O'Neill as well, two hits uh, for uh, for him as a guy that had been struggling a little bit, but he drops down in the lineup and now maybe, you know, maybe flipping around the protection for Arenado and making that O'Neill. Maybe that works for the uh, for the both of them. In uh, in a uh, in a little bit of a better way, as uh, Arenado walks twice yeah. now, as they're you know what they they're putting the uh, they're putting the pressure on O'Neill now to get uh, get hits. Yeah, I I don't think so. I think they're just try they tried to get the hot guys hot, and now he's catching up. And uh, I think the the two three four hitters as the season goes on, you could move around. But Goldschmidt has really established himself. In um, as a, as the perfect two hitter in modern day baseball, um, the, and uh, and then the three four thing can shift around. If you remember last year, Arenado started out three, then he flip flopped with O'Neill, and they took off. I, I think those things will be movable a little bit, depending on who's hot and who's not, who are making the matchups. I expect Pujols to go again tonight against Alex Cobb. Um, you know, Edmund. You know, last year, I said it, I don't blame anybody for not listening, but I said it all along, he has to be hot to be a good leadoff guy. But now he's starting to draw walks. You know, five weeks into the season, he's drawing walks and maybe making last year's narrative negated that he's just a leadoff guy, a leadoff guy with pop. 
period. And uh, perhaps that's what we're seeing. Rammer, yesterday in the uh, in the game, Paul DeYoung went over for his average now down to one nineteen on the season. As he 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 played well defensively, and made a few good plays out in the field uh, behind behind Miles Michaelis and Very others. Good. But one nineteen, it's you might as well have a pitcher hitting there. It's it, it that is that's how bad it's starting to get for Paul DeYoung. How much longer do you look at that and you go, you know what, the glove's just not out, you know, isn't outweighing the bat? I think you have some options. And I think as not a, uh, not as a semi-permanent solution, but hey, tonight, hey, take a break. Let's put Sosa out there. And then depending on how that goes, you might be a couple of weeks away from thinking about having, well, if it were me, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, Think about what the Cardinals would do if it would be if it were me. I'd have Edmund taking ground balls at shortstop already. I was, I was just going to ago. ask. Yeah, I was Probably just going to ask. Ago. At what point do you put Edmund in a game at shortstop? Well, like I say, if it were me, he'd have been working out there already, and I'd have a better feel for it. The Cardinals are showing extreme patience, so we're probably weeks away from that. Um, we'll see. Yeah, that's uh, that's one. I just at some point you you throw them out there for a game, and you think maybe this is maybe this is one where you can you can you know get away with it. You don't have him getting too many balls hit his way. I don't I don't know what the well, there's uh, no reason why he can't play big league shortstop. You you wouldn't think so. He's done it. He's done it twice, I believe. He did it well, twice in 2020. It's not a position that he has played, but I I think well, no, and I've said it before. He, he was a starting shortstop in college. He knows how to play shortstop. The, the question is a different throw. Do you worry about his arm a little bit? Maybe that's why I would have been working him out. There's no doubt he can play shortstop. I mean, come on. You've been playing the ball game. You've been playing. I said this the other day. You've been playing your game the whole life. You can't play every position. Give me a break. Of the, course uh, you can play shortstop. The Cardinals tonight will have Jordan Hicks making yet a, another start. Uh, yeah. We'll see how many pitches they have him throw tonight. If he's on, how long they will stretch him out. But speaking of pitching, the Giants last night used one, two, three, four, nine. five, six, seven, eight, nine pitchers. Nine pitchers, Rammer, in nine innings of a baseball game. Uh, I, I, you know, as you go and you look at the pitch count of all of these guys, if you know, one, two, three, four, five of them uh, through 15 pitches or less. So you would think their arms are not going to be taxed that much, but game one of a four game series. If you're the Cardinals, one thing you love to see is that their entire bullpen pitched yesterday. Well, for sure, you get no surprises the rest of the series on, hey, what's this guy throw? We've seen them all now, baby. I, I just, I, you know, the opener, you and I were texting about it last night. We didn't realize that's, you know, the way the Giants were kind of handling yeah. things uh, these days. Tonight, it's Alex Cobb on the mound, a guy that's been around for uh, for quite a while. But I, again, I, I do wonder what their approach is going to be heading into uh, heading into the game. What you want to do is force their hand and beat up the starter. That's what you want to do. Pujols and Arenado have good numbers against him, but that's about it. I think the only other at bat, if I recall, is Corey Dickerson, an 0 for 1. So um, I think you just got to go out there and stay, do what they've been doing, 
and attack. Don't overswing. You know, uh, uh, square it up. Hit the ball hard and put the pressure on. And you you need to go after their starters. Yep. As you look last night at at the Cardinals side of things, as the Giants had to go through nine pitchers yesterday, Miles Michaelis again pitches into the sixth inning. His ERA on the season is one point five three. A guy that it is so amazing to look back at the first week of the season, the first time through the rotation, you go, "Oh my God, we're in so much trouble. We're what are we going to do with these pitchers? We should have gone out and we should have gotten a starter. What were they thinking?" And now you look at it, and you go. Oh, okay. Steven Matz can pitch. Dakota Hudson's getting ground balls. Miles Michaelis is back to 2019. Miles Michaelis. Okay. It, you know what? Maybe the front office knew what they were doing. And in the words of Tony Larusa, it was the first week of the season. Well, some people weren't jumping off the cliff. I won't say who that is. Um, the uh, but even though things are going, see, you, you can't get caught up in when things are going bad or when they're going good. Just because the, the rotations looks okay. Doesn't mean I wouldn't rather have Max Scherzer in it. Well, I, that, that mean, that's, that's completely different here. We're, no, we're talking- he was available. <laughs> you said, why didn't we go get anybody? I agree. They should have got Scherzer. <laughs> I, I I do think that there are guys out there that they should be looking at and picking up another arm. You know what? I mean, when you get into July and you're looking at, I don't care how good Jordan Hicks is throwing in that starter role. You're telling me that come August and September, you wouldn't rather have him pitching in the seventh or eighth inning every game than the first four innings every fifth day? It depends on how it goes. I don't know what he's capable of as a starter. I really don't. Um and, and then, you know, Matthew Libertor is pitching very well. And um, just as we saw last year, trying to predict what the staff is, how they're going to perform in two weeks, much less two months. It's, it's almost impossible to predict. I'm going to put it on the radar here on May 6th, Rammer. I don't know when it's too early to be talking about our trade deadline wish list, but I would like to see the Cardinals somehow come into uh coming into acquiring Madison Bumgarner at the uh, at the trade deadline. I'd, I'd like a bigger upgrade than that, but okay. I'd take I'm, him. I'm throwing it out there. Reports are he's not the happiest out there in Arizona right now and that he's looking for uh, – he, he might win? want out. So, you know what? A very, very friendly contract too when you look at uh, beyond this year. So it's it's just a guy to have in there, uh, a guy, a proven winner that I knows how to uh, pitch in the postseason. I wouldn't mind having him. He's not an ace anymore, but I wouldn't mind having him. Yeah, you don't. You know what? You just need guys that can pitch into the postseason. You don't need you. Don't, you know, not every guy can be Max Scherzer. Okay, it's you don't need. Not everybody can. I'm just. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at who's out there, and I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to be reasonable here. I'm not trying to spend forty million dollars on one arm. Well, your first. Our we've gone in a, a big spiral here. You were talking about in the first week of the season, they should have signed somebody. I'm telling you who they should have signed. Then the rest of the conversation would be moot. Now you're saying what will happen coming forward? I, I think it, you'd have to have a disaster for a deal like that to be made because Libertor and others will get looks first. And if all those fail, then maybe something by the trade deadline. Uh, Andre, uh, Andre Palante, Nick Whitgren and Cody Whitley all came in and pitched well last night too. Yeah. all of their ERAs also below two. So the, uh, the Cardinals are, are quickly figuring out 
who they can rely on in that uh, in that bullpen. And you saw him last night again. You know, it's nice to get a win when you don't have to use Giovanni Gallegos in a uh, in a closing situation or Ryan Helsley. Well, that's the thing. If you if fans are are looking for drama, and I know you always are, Joe. The uh, the who's going to close out games if it's a closed situation this weekend? Would it be? Let's say they go to Gallegos tonight. Would he go again tomorrow if it's a closing situation? Or is that Helsley? Or flip it? Or whose hair would be on fire if there were two closing situations, let's say tonight and Sunday, and the same guy got both both the closing opportunities? Now we have people losing their minds. I'm not worried about all that drama in the Cardinal games this weekend. I'm seeing Dr. Strange tonight, and then I'm finishing up Ozark after that. So that's all the drama I'm going to need this uh, this weekend for uh, for my entertainment. Cardinal games, they could just win 7-1 to one the next three days, and I'll be uh, I'll be just fine before going into uh, – I'm, I'm telling you right now, too. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this early. I'm already calling for a sweep against Baltimore next week. Okay. You make that call. <laughs> Rammer, we are uh, brought to you each and every day by Munganass St. Louis Acura and also your friends at the Royal Banks of Missouri. They're everybody's friend. Royal Banks of Missouri, if you're in St. Louis, Northeast Missouri, or on the east side in Granite and Jerseyville, Royal Banks is there for you, 314-212-1500. Don't forget, as these rates climb, you're always going to get the best rate at Royal Banks of Missouri. It's where better service means better banking. For our uh, for our friends that are viewing this live, Rammer, I don't know how often we're going to get this shot, but what is that poster over your uh, left shoulder? It's an autograph, uh, Lou Brock, Ricky Henderson. Oh, very nice. It looked like guys running. I just couldn't make it out from uh, yeah, they, here. Uh, it shows them both in their uh, first steps off of first base, stealing second, and it's autographed. Very nice poster. That is. Rammer, enjoy your weekend at the uh, Lake of the Ozarks down at Ballpark National. Get I will be down uh, here. I'll be uh I'll, I'll be I'll be watching the Ozarks later on tonight so it'll be <laughs> I'll, I'll think of you when uh when that's on. He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. You can catch Rammer also on Klabe's online with two man game getting you ready for the NBA playoffs this weekend and all of it is right here on klabesonline.com. At St. Louis Acura, we have over 330 pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models. And all of them are covered by our St. Louis Acura Promise and backed by our Better Business Bureau A-plus rating and 30 years in business. We also service all makes and models of vehicles, including glass and bumper repair, paint touch-ups, and full mechanical services from one of our 24 technicians. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you, no matter what vehicle drives you. 314-799-1800. 